0: Welcome to Career Tools. Today's show, Systematic Career Documentation, Part 1. Here we go. And We've talked about the career management document before, right? Yeah, yeah, we've mentioned a bunch, right? Several times, right? But we've never really gone through it in any great amount of detail. And given how important it is as kind of the the first place you'd start when putting your resume together and the fact that you you really don't want to be working on this stuff when you need a resume. When you need a resume, you need it. So
1: we need to
0: rectify that by talking
1: a little bit more about it. And really, there are a couple of reasons for this cast. First of all, we started getting lots of questions. And and <laughs> we got tired yeah, of answering. Yeah, we, no, you know, look, we can kidding. answer people individually, right? And we can answer in the forums, but you know, we only have a few thousand people in the forums. We don't have fifty thousand, right? And and the second reason is because it's our invention. We just want to be clear about that, right? We we invented it. We it is a it is a career tools manager tools creation in order to help people organize their career history. And it is designed to specifically address the fact that people have a resume that they may have created a couple of years ago for a specific job, which they created for a specific job. And because it got them that job, it is therefore somehow a good resume. But by definition, we've said this before. We said it, in the, I'm sure we said it in the resume cast. We've said it many other times, many other places. The idea that you could, you you can uh, 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 distill your life down to a one page document is a joke right it reminds me of that that painting that i referred to for before that i like so much was which is a picture of a pipe and the the title of the painting is this is not a pipe because it's a painting of a pipe same thing your resume is not your life and people rebel against the idea of a one-page document and rightfully so i understand completely why it's just that there's a difference between what you feel when you're putting your life on paper and what recruiters want to read when they want to read about your background. And so the career management document essentially says, we need some place to capture everything so, uh, so that that can be the repository from which we create resumes. And we've alluded to it many, many times before, but you've got to have multiple resumes for multiple job applications. Because if you've had, particularly if you've had 10 or 15 years worth of your career, you've got a number of different experiences which look different ways to different people and can be sold in different ways to different opportunities.
0: Right. And the important point is that each job requires a different set of experiences, a different set of skills, yep. and you want to build your resume in a way that speaks to that particular need for yeah. that particular position. In
1: fact, I've, I've told people before, just friends of mine, I've said, resumes remind me of the pain of the used car salesman. And, and that always gets sort of a funny look. So if you're listening and you have a funny look on your face, welcome to the crowd. But, but what I mean is this. Uh, um, taking the time, if you're a used car salesman, taking the time to find out what it is a person wants who's on the lot, you know, or, or any car salesman, for that matter, not new or used, what color, what type, what style, what's the use, what's the, you know, what kind of mileage you want, all those kind of things. Spending time getting to know a customer is much harder because it requires a great deal of uncertainty and probing and good listening skills. It's much harder than simply selling what you have on the lot. What you hope for, and what most car salespeople do, and most salespeople in general do, is sell the features of their vehicles, right? And and that is pushing product rather than finding out what the customer's need is. Well, people get frustrated that that resumes aren't a full representation of themselves, because it is they are trying to push a product. They want their resume to be easy and be simple, and they are not willing to spend the time to understand what it is the client, the customer, the HR manager, the recruiting manager, the hiring manager wants. And and that's really where great salespeople live, is in the minds of the customer. What does the customer want, what does the customer need, and how can I help them get what they want? And if you're really ethical, you're good enough to say, and if what they want is not what I have, I can walk away from that. But if you're pushing product, then no, you don't walk away from anything. So literally, the, the resume, the one-page resume, or even any resume without some good background, some, some more depth than simply one page might have, or, or without a good analysis of what your, your customer wants, what your hiring manager wants, what the HR person wants, is really a, a very biased way to go into the transaction. Um, and and right. on bad days, I say, you know, you're being unethical. If you're, if you're ethical, you'll try to figure out what the customer wants and see whether or not you can make them, convince them that you have what they want. Um, but if you're just going out there and saying, this is me, this is me, this is me, you're just getting lucky whether or not the the, the the fit is right right and I've studied our customers and I
0: and I've actually surveyed our customers and one thing I know is that they want us to get on with the show and talk
1: about the career oh, management yeah, that's true, yeah. So. yeah yeah so look so in essence the career management document is where you keep the record of your career it's never seen by anybody but you uh, it, it's not your resume. Okay? It is a document that might be five, six, seven pages long as you get further along in your career that shows everything you did and everything you achieved in every job you've ever had. Okay? And at the same time, having a, a CMD, a career management document, is not enough. And it is part of a larger system of career documentation which allows you to create and to have an effective resume when you need it. So four parts to this show today, uh, and this is about career management document within that larger career management system. F- step one, you got to create the CMD, okay? Step two, you've got to look for your accomplishments monthly. Step three, you've got to update your career management document quarterly. We talked about this in our resume cast, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, You've got to spend some time, only half an hour, once a quarter, just reviewing what's happened to me, what's going on, what do I need to add to this growing, burgeoning document, so that when I need to cull it down to one page, I'll have all the stuff I've ever done in it. And then lastly, step four, of course, is create that resume from the career management document. From the career management document.
0: document. Okay, so step one, create your... Career management document or CMD. We'll, we'll right. say CMD several times in today's today's show. Um, we already know it's kind of the center of the whole kind of career management process. But before we go on and talk about how to create it, why don't you give us a little, you know, peek behind yeah. the curtain here in terms of what does it what does it look like? If, if people yeah. don't have one in front of them, what does it look like? Let's get clear on that. It looks
1: like an overly detailed, overly minutia filled resume it's seven, eight, nine ten pages and in fact it might actually have electronic addenda associated with it. It's a document with a title for each role you've held, the dates you had it, the company name, right the location you were at when you were in it, right Underneath that is a paragraph of all of your responsibilities. Now think about it you might have for a given job eight or nine. 10 even sentences of responsibilities for a given job. You're not going to have that much room on your resume. You're only going to end up with three. But you may choose on one job to bring out the first, second, and fifth, and for another job, bring out the first, third, and fourth as a way of highlighting different responsibilities from your background that sell you better for job A versus job B. Now, so, so for those of you who have seen our sample resume, and we encourage you to go get it, it's free, it's on the website, right? You'll be thinking the CMD looks a lot like that, um and, and you'd be right it does it's basically a, a resume on crack a resume on yeah. steroids it's just a
0: little bit longer yeah than it's the resume, just right? long. yeah,
1: because re- now the, you know it occurs to me there are people who are going to be saying oh well good this is what i think my resume is is two or three pages folks that's not true the, the cmd can be as long as it needs to be it's a complete record it's not a resume A resume is by definition incomplete the cmd for a job you held for two years, might that job's entry in your CMD might be an entire page. Right. And somebody right. who's been in the workforce, say, 20 years, could have
0: a 20... 20- 20 page yeah side, indeed, I, right? uh, absolutely and,
1: and the problem is people think well I only want a 5 pager because I don't want it to be too long well no what you want is to have captured everything in one place remember when we did the cast on layoff immunization and we said you've got to have your contacts written down you've got to have them all in one place yep. in the event you get laid off having electronic version at work is not going to be and people wrote to us and said we were Luddites and they complained and, and we understand that I mean look it's much easier being digital right. nowadays right, right. Then we got and the then, email from the guy who got off laid off and <laughs> said, thank you very much. I actually had it, and I didn't have access to my, they took my work cell phone, which was my cell phone, right? Well, I have a personal cell phone if work's going to give me one for free, right. and they let me make personal calls on it, right? They literally took away his entire connection to his entire business life, save for his written, his, his, his type one, typed uh, uh, contact list, which we, and then somebody else said, oh, and oh, by the way, I'm a poster child for the exact opposite. They took everything away. I didn't have a printed version, and I'm regretting it now, right? right? So in 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 a sense, it's like that because people are going to be saying, well, I only want a two-page resume, so I'll just have three pages or whatever. No, this is really complete. It's really detailed. It's one document. Now, you don't have to have a printed version. You can have it on your home computer, provided your home computer is yours. But look, but let's get into the details. How do you create it? If you haven't created one before, if you didn't do that based on our resume guidance from you know four or five years ago, start with your current resume. It's a great starting point, right? Now, to be fair, this is not, we're not about to recommend a one sitting, get it all done in an hour kind of job, right? You're going to need a couple hours, folks. And I know sometimes there are those of you who say, you know, if I did all the things you told me to do i'd really be busy as well yeah you would be and you'd be a lot more effective too you're going to need several hours you're probably going to need some extra time rooting around in your filing system you're going to have to find some old information look be smart spread it out over a week or two i reminded once of the the the, um getting ready for your own personal review and we told people you had a 12-week process right half an hour over a period of 12 weeks so only 6 hours once a year which is not that much to ask in terms of your own career management relative to the big document that 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 determines your success which is your annual review so spread it out over a week or two once you start thinking about your career, spreading it over a period of time is actually good because as you start thinking about your career, your brain is going to remind you of stuff that happened six months, a year or two ago. You're going to read an old job description and go, oh my gosh, I completely forgot about that and now I'm thinking about a couple of projects that I wish I would have brought up in this job, in this interview for this job. Well, great. That's great. Don't ever have to say that again. Write down something that captures what you need to have captured about that thing you did five to seven years ago. Folks, this This is particularly important for those of you who are interviewing internally. Internal interviews often tend to be light on external experience. What have you done here? Tell me about your experience working for Joe, my buddy. Tell me about your first job here and this so on and so forth there There tends to be among large corporations uh, an insularity to to interviewing where the focus is myopic a little bit on hey, the world doesn 't exist outside of Abbott Labs or Procter and Gamble or Coca cola or IBM or Uh, Pebble Beach Corporation or whatever. It's just just here. and, And so having good details from something a couple of years ago is very helpful to review, getting ready for an internal interview. The really, really effective people who interview Well, internally are the ones who prepare as if it were an external interview. And if you get a couple of promotions on these internal interviews, your career management document and your resume have gotten seriously atrophied. And then you do an external interview and you don't have the stuff you need, you're not ready. And if you don't take some time to build a solid, big, a heavy document, and I say heavy, that's probably the wrong word, but, but long, detailed document that you can call from in the future, that maybe you don't use some of the stuff on your resume, but you know you can pull from it in an interview later in order to get ready. If you take the time to do it now, it'll benefit you enormously later. Managerials, credentials, we're all about wellness. We're not about, we, we love prevention, we love wellness, we don't want you to go to the doctor. Right.
0: The great thing about this, and now it may take you a couple or several hours even to do it the first time if you don't have one already but once you do it yeah. you're talking about you're talking no more than an hour once a quarter to
1: maintain it Probably even, probably more likely 30 minutes once a quarter. Yeah, and it will save you hours later. And not only will it save you hours later, it'll save you hours when you will be panicking to produce a resume. And you might very well avoid, the chances are good, you will avoid becoming the cliche of the person who sends me a resume with typographical errors because you had to do it, quote, quickly, unquote. Okay. So look, you take each role you've had in your career and and it one at a time, and you consider first your responsibilities. Look, as I mentioned before, instead of reducing that responsibilities paragraph to the three or four lines it needs to be in order for you to fit your resume onto one page, it's okay for it to go on for half a page or even longer if you need to. Every report you're responsible for every person you manage, if you manage three different types of people doing three different levels of stuff, include that level of detail. It may very well come back to be important later. Everything your manager has ever held you accountable for goes on your CMD, okay? Now, again, we'd call it a CMD because we want you to get in your head. This is less about your memory are less about your resume and more about your memory. What we want you to do is dredge everything up and get it captured one time so you don't have to pace around your house going, what else might I have done that would fit? I don't remember, I don't remember, I don't remember. And look, your memories are fallible, just like ours are. If we get it onto the page, what it allows us to do is when we create our resume for a particular role, we will have a lot more of the information at hand that we need. Maybe it only improves your resume by 10%. But hopefully many of you who are listening remember the purpose of a resume. It's to get you an interview. And and you combine that with the managerial tools law, which is in the land of the blind, the one eyed man is king. You don't have to be super excellent at this. You simply have to be 1% better than the vast majority of people who are dead on the median. And so this is the kind of work that makes you 10% better, that gets you 50% more interviews because you've got a tailored resume, because you took the time to build a gigantic or a longer CMD.
0: Now, remember, the CMD is not your resume, so you don't get too wrapped up in details like spelling and grammar oh, and yeah, things like that, yeah. right? No one's ever going to see the CMD. Yeah. They're going to see the resume that comes from the CMD. Now, it makes sense over time to go back sure. and, and fix it and have yeah. the grammar and have it written well so that when you do create the resume, yeah.
1: you're just simply lifting sections. What, what if they don't have something? Maybe they did some work for the government or for an unusual job or a small company. They didn't have reviews or anything. Are you okay with handwritten? You could oh. staple in a couple of uh, notebook pages back oh, to sure. the end? Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. As Just long as you're capturing, way. right? Capturing. It could be a 20 page document, six pages of width. It could be a or of note
0: cards. It could be yeah. yellow okay. stickies. It really
1: okay, good. 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 not important. Yeah, exactly. It's almost, you call it a document, but really it's a compilation, right? It ends yeah. up being a single document, but the form of it might be a little bit different than what we think of as documents on computers. Absolutely. Right. Nobody's ever going to see this. All they're gonna see is the resume you create from it. And there's a case to be made. It's a bit like brainstorming, where some of our, when when we bring folks to conferences and they brainstorm about things, they're looking for the right answer. And the first brainstorm they do at one of our conferences, they get like six or eight in a group in two minutes. And the next time when they heard one group had 18, suddenly everybody's getting 25 and 30 and 40, right? It's because they're looking for the right answer. The career management document is to brainstorming and decisions uh, it, it is much more like brainstorming than making a decision. The resume is the decision that comes out of the brainstorm of the career management document. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. matter of fact, it can I mean, be one messy. Of, one yeah. of the challenges folks ha- have is they're, so they're 10 years into their career. They've never done a career management document before. They're pulling together, and they can't remember what the responsibilities were in the job they had five years ago. Yeah. You know, right? So So, again, you don't have to be perfect. If you don't have any documentation that spells it out for you, go to Monster or Indeed or one of the other – career sites out there and see what uh, see what other people have as responsibilities for jobs yeah. similar to the one you had. And you'll you'll be amazed at how many things come flooding
1: to your yeah. mind. Yeah, even if it's only 80%, it's still 80% yes. of your job description as opposed to zero, which is what you had before. Exactly. Yeah. And look, if you don't have a job that causes you to have to write job descriptions, that's okay. Use other people's right? You Literally. You can yeah. Google. You can Google. You could probably Google project manager job description and find a million of them. Monster, I would agree, is better, right? Uh, career Builder is another one that's better as well. I'm sure Wall Street Journal, same thing. Some somewhere on the Wall Street Journal career page, um, there's that kind of stuff. somewhere. It's almost like you're, you're. It's almost like brainstorming, right? Go out there and yeah, see what and you'll you'll. Be if amazed. you put five of them together, I bet if you put five of them together, you get ninety five percent of what you you're. You, yeah. you go, oh, yep, that's me, that's me, that's me, that's me, that's me, that's me. I'm missing this little part, don't remember what it was, but that's okay. I've got ninety five percent. That's all you need. There yeah, you go. Good. Okay, so now. So that's building the responsibilities paragraph. Now remember, if you, folks, th- this is a little bit harder for you if you haven't listened to our r- resume cast, but resumes are a particular animal. They have a particular format, reverse chronological, job history. It, you list some administrative stuff around the job, dates you had it, months and year, and, and title and location and company. And then you have two key things for every job you have a responsibilities paragraph which lists what you're responsible for responsible for sales and marketing in a region or what have you and then and that's prose and it's 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 written like a normal paragraph in the sense that there are sentences with periods and then sentences after them the next section though and this is where so many of you make mistakes is now you get to accomplishment bullets and for some reason because the word got out that bullets are what recruiters and managers and hiring managers look at somehow we've gotten rid of the responsibilities paragraph and everything is bullets and what we do nowadays what we see and probably ninety percent of the raw resumes we get uh, I'd have to ask Wendy precisely but I would be willing to bet it's ninety percent or higher the the bullets are a mishmash of responsibilities and accomplishments now look if you say responsible for new market new marketing programs great that's a reasonable job description response responsibility right some people think that's an accomplishment but that's right yeah yeah. but but, yeah oh gosh that's a harder that's a whole nother cast right but 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 think about that for a second responsible for x now i've said this before i'm going to say it again if you've put a bullet that says you're responsible for x here's what happens in the mindset of the recruiter the bullet to them is meant to mean this is something you accomplished If you put a responsibility in there, remember, responsibility is something that you and anybody else who had that job was responsible for. The fact that you think it was a really cool responsibility is irrelevant. The fact that you were responsible for it to the recruiter only matters insofar as they get to find out how well you delivered on your responsibility. And so here's what happens. The recruiting manager says, A... He didn't do that well in this job because where he had a bullet and he could have listed an accomplishment, something he did well that would have excited me, telling me how well he did his job, he chose instead to insert a responsibility, which everyone has as a sheer function of showing up for the job on day right. one. So that's the first whammy, okay? The second whammy, and, and this is a, a, a um, sort of a harder one to, to convince people of, is if you put that down... There's a danger that they will assume you were fired because think about the person who got fired from a job and has to put up with put some bullets on their resume. What will they do? They'll list their responsibilities exactly. as bullets because they don't have accomplishments if they got fired, right? I mean, there are plenty of people who get fired after years and years of great service. Don't get me wrong. But in the abstract and in, in, in the basic principle, putting a responsibility says, I didn't. I don't have an accomplishment to fit there, and in fact, I'm doing what people who were fired do, and it's it's two strikes almost immediately. Yep. So, folks, we've already talked about responsibilities, and now we're talking about accomplishments, and we don't want you to miss. For those of you who haven't listened to the resume cast, responsibilities and accomplishments are two different things. Responsibilities is that prose paragraph that starts every job, and then the accomplishments are bullets that happen after that, that come after it. For each role on your career management document, you've got to have accomplishments. What we're looking for here is the quantified result of your work. We don't, and this is a key point, uh, Wendy spends a lot of time talking to people about this, we don't list activity, which arguably would be responsibilities, right? For example, project-managed, so-and-so project with 10 staff and budget of $2 million is activity. The result of that activity is whether you delivered it on time and on budget. Similarly, created process for incoming mail is an activity. The result, and that's what bullets are about, results, achievements, the result is the time saved or the reduction in lost mail, or some other benefit to the organization beyond just the creation of a process. On your CMD, it doesn't matter how you write the accomplishment, but it will save you time if you need a resume in a hurry. In fact, we added to a podcast called Resume in a Hurry, Resume in a Box, Resume in 30 Minutes. Um, If you have put the accomplishments into the right format for your resume, which is result, verb, method. Give me an example of that. For instance, achieved 4 million additional revenue by selling follow on maintenance contract to customer A. Okay? That was the result 4 million additional revenue. The verb was by selling, and the method was follow on maintenance contract to customer A. Write the project name or the customer or something identifiable after the accomplishment on the page. That's going to help you with remembering. Um, but of course, you you'll probably need to remove that when you actually go to creating your resume. Okay, How about courses, certificates, absolutely, all that kind yeah. of stuff. you've totally got to include courses and certificates. This is a mistake that that a lot of folks make. Particularly, we see it in the technical ranks that people want to list. And partly, it's because technical ranks value intellect and value exp- experience, but but not really work experience so much as it is academic accomplishment knowledge and so we want qualification or or proof of knowledge and so we often see technical resumes that have half a page three quarters of a page with all the courses people took all the certifications they got all the sql and 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 and, uh, uh, db2 classes and all the COBOL, this that and the other thing and so you know pm this and pmi that and so on and look Folks, we're not suggesting we don't want to see that, but the idea that you just put it in a big glop somewhere, first of all, it gets lost. And I, and I know there are people who will tell you, oh, you have to write your resume for the scanning systems. You'd be surprised how the scanning system will pick up the things you put put on your resume, even if they're not all glopped together in one place. And believe me, if you're a recruiting manager, your eyes glaze over when you look at all those those uh, qualifications. So what you do is you include those qualifications, those certifications, any courses you took, any classes you took, and so on, uh, as accomplishments in the job you were in at the time. So if you get, you know, an SQL query course completed when you're um, you know a database manager or database uh, programmer or something like that. you put it in there as one of the bottom bullets in that job description. You don't lump it all together with everything you did at the bottom. Um, one of the things that's important is um, if you put everything all together at the bottom, we don't know when you took it. Or if you expect us to read the years or months you took it, then we have to go through and say, okay, I did this then and that then and this there and so on. Whereas if you tell us within the context of the jobs you had, first of all, believe it or not, it takes up less room. And secondly, it gives us context for why you were taking that class. And if you just list a bunch of things, if you're if you're taking a bunch of classes that really don't make sense... Or that don't help us, and you mix it in with classes that do help us, or you mix in old classes with new, and we only read the old classes, then you don't get any credit for the new classes. Right. And yeah. probably the newer classes will be later in your
0: career. Oh, it's, part, it's part of customizing it to the position you're looking for, so you're not going to have exactly. accomplish some certification in ForMix. Okay, Informix, that shows how old I am. But <laughs> Informix, if you're, if, you're, if you're applying for a job as a DBA in Oracle, for example.
1: There you go. Yeah, exactly. Good. So, y- yes, you'll totally include courses, certifications, and so on. And, again, it helps. Putting it in with a job helps you with chronology. And it makes you look like you're staying current rather than just, I take a lot of stuff. Right? Also, don't folks, don't censor yourself on your CMD. Everything. If you have a doubt about whether it goes on there, it goes on on there. If there's a doubt on your one-page resume and you're at a page and a half, you take take it off, right? Right. But on the CMD, you want a big pile. This is your career brainstorm, okay? It's the record of your brainstorm. It's everything you possibly can get. I think back to our time in the Army, and I've got all my OERs, all my officer efficiency reports, right? I would go back and and there's great job descriptions on there. There's not great ratings, of course, but there's great job descriptions. Okay, Um, don't Don't let them fool you there. so, okay. So that's the creation of the, the career management document. And again, it may take you two weeks. It may take you, you know, a couple of weekends, an hour or two, it may get getting up early before the kids get up or a, a couple of evenings, um, you know, seven to eight o'clock at night or nine to 10 o'clock at night after the kids have gone to bed. Thanks everyone.
0: That's it. We'll conclude this one next week. In the meantime, have a great one. So long.